Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour. Speedy and I, along with Stretch Armstrong, come to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport Home Studios all across the home state of Sweet Home Alabama, feature the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and we welcome back for a brand new hour, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, I'm glad to be here, honored and privileged to be separating together with you. Yes, uh, by the way, Bubba, you and I both are laughing. Guys, I don't know if you've seen uh, Eddie Van Adler, whose baby came yes. into the world uh, <laughs> uh, uh, about a little over 24 hours ago. Uh, he says, awake or sleep is something I no longer know. I'm just a shell of a person changing diapers and leading uh, a mouth to a – oh, excuse me. I can't read yeah, that. Yeah, don't read all yeah, that. Yeah, and, and assisting my wife with nursing. I'll just say that. And, uh, and of course, Bubba uh, – Did Latin, he misspell – I thought he misspelled that word. He did. He did misspell it. It's not, it's not uh, with, with two Ds. Uh, but anyway, uh, so um, the um, – <laughs> but anyway, you laughed, and I see put a, that 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 just shows that he does not have farm experience. No, he does see, not. If, You're right. if you knew the farm term, right. you'd spell it correctly. You sure could. Uh, but anyway, you you laughed, and I put it at the bottom. So that, as you see, this is a little different than a dog. Uh, yes. So yes. Uh, so all right. So we have callers standing by to start the hour. We will talk about some of the other things. But we talked about the Michigan protest. Is now the people of Michigan you know, who actually seem to be Americans, uh, are going to push back on this tyrannical governor trying to use fear and a pandemic to grab, uh, you know, government power and to limit people's liberties unnecessarily. And Amy is calling out of Michigan. Amy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good. How are you, Rick and Bubba? I miss you. Yeah, we, we, you guys, if y'all don't know this, Amy and her daughter have made treks to Alabama and sat in the golden ticket seats. By the way, do y'all remember back when we had golden ticket seats? Anybody remember yes. that? Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. That. So it's been you realize how long it's been since we've had people in the golden ticket mm-hmm. seats. Uh, but anyway, so Amy, you, you guys live there. So so what's going on? So what's going on is out of three of the counties in Michigan, it's like about seventy-five to eighty percent of the cases, at least, and the rest of us are being shut down to the point where. Now they've upped the fine to $1,000 if my daughter Erica, you know, is married. She lives like five minutes away. If they catch her coming to my house, they can find me $1,000. So $1,000. First of all, y'all live in a part of Michigan that that is barely even showing any cases, okay? Correct. It's an agriculture area. Right, right. Like like a lot of our country, just like in our state, if you don't live in the Birmingham metro area, it's minuscule. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a few that are a little bit higher, but but not. You know, Birmingham is is the overwhelming yeah. part it's of line share, a, a yeah. line share of our right. of our state's problem. Just like it would be in any state that has a metro area, and you live in the rural mm-hmm. area. So first of all, the risk is extremely low. Let me tell you what makes it even lower. It's your daughter who lives five minutes away that has been quarantined five minutes from yeah. you, and if they catch her walking from her house to you, uh, they will find her a thousand dollars and you a thousand dollars. Correct. If, if someone decided to tattle on me, yes. And, and oh, they're out there. In Michigan. Oh, yeah, I've heard. Look, Mrs. Kravitz can't <laughs> wait to watch your daughter walk to your house. Yeah, go ahead. 
Amy, I, I think, uh, didn't you and Erica get caught up in the uh, cancellation when all this started? Y'all were coming to see us again, um, right? We sadly did. Yes, our our trip had to be canceled. So our husbands didn't get rid of us, but <laughs> yes. we hope someday we can come visit you again. <laughs> yeah, pardon us. I know we talked over the top of you. Did you say you, something about you had two houses? Go ahead. Well, I don't, but yeah. but many people have two houses yeah. in Michigan. One is like a cottage up north. Yeah. And they ban anyone from going in between their houses in Michigan. Now, if you live out of state, you can travel to your house in Michigan. But, you know, you can pay property tax. And I realize I only rent my property from the government. Um, but yeah, we, but um, yeah, you can't do, use yes, your sir. second home if you have one. Yeah, well, the point is, so, if, if I was living in Michigan and Bubba was living in Michigan, he couldn't, he couldn't go to his lake house and I couldn't go to the farm. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yes, Amy, Amy, let me saying. ask you this: what What is the what's the thought behind that? Why Why is that tyrannical ignorance? Well, hmm. the, <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, the The thought I I understand is okay. You're coming if you come from Detroit and you've got a home up north, then you could be spreading it to the northern counties up there. Well, a lot like they did the in New York. I, okay. Well, at least there's some logic to it. I, I was hoping he, he, that there there's is. at least something there they're selling with stop this. The property taxes for that, you know, time. If, if you can't use it, then, then yeah. stop the property tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's now let me tell you that that'll never, ever, 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 <laughs> no. ever, 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 ever happen. You know, that's the, Can pro- I dream? yeah, well, that's the problem with taxes. <laughs> Once you let the government give you one, they don't ever take them back. Yep. No. Never. Yeah. No, now, don't. when we get a tax break, they always want a clock, you know, put a timer on it so it expires. Right. But I've noticed when you have right. a tax, this, this baby, they're there is, for the long haul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this lady's bad. I mean, there it is. A lot of people in Michigan don't like her. Uh, the conservative side of Michigan doesn't like her at all. Well, yeah, well it all. looks like they're finally rising up a little bit. See, we, we have to rise up against tyrannical people. Uh, at, yeah. at, at the federal, at the state, and at the local level, we can't allow these people to exist and get it, and get roots because then we'll have a generation behind us that will say, "Oh, I guess this is what America is," because they don't know any different. You know that that's the oh, problem. Right. You know, you look even look through Scripture. The problem is when the when the when Israel got in trouble is when one generation forgot to tell the other generation who God was and what He did, and because they don't know. Uh, so so if you if we don't if we don't cling to the America that we want our children and grandchildren to have, even if it kills us, they're not going to know it and they'll never experience it. Exactly. Well, thank you guys for what you do. I hope I can come and see you. Eric and I can come and see you soon. Well, we hope so too. Amy, great to hear from you. Y'all be careful up there. All right. Travis is calling us out of Charleston. uh, And and Travis says that, that we need to be aware of the Illinois governor uh, as well. So Travis, what's going on there? Yeah, uh, yesterday my wife got wind that they were going to shut down all non-essentials uh, at like our WalMarts and things like that. And so for for us, we haven't even started a garden yet for plants and things like that. They're, they totally have everything wrapped up. You can't even get to them. So we went to a local farm store, uh, farm supply store, and uh, got all of our supplies that we needed for plants and stuff like that. But I'm afraid it's going the same way as Michigan. Well, yeah, it's like when Michigan declared, and she's basically saying the co-op stuff is not essential. So in one place, we're saying grocery stores, you know, are are, are dangerous. Mm-hmm. You may need, need to stay at home as much as possible. Somebody says, okay, well, we'll just start planting and doing a garden. No, you can't do that because that's not essential. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> right. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, 
and we're way down south of, of Chicago. We're like 200 miles south of Chicago, so we're very rural, just like she was. And uh, it's I think we've got like nine cases in our county, something like or 14, maybe something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, right. this this so, goes back to, and I know in the beginning we couldn't do that, and I'm totally understand that. Okay. Hindsight's 2020. I'm not going to go that route. But what I am going to say, as we begin to learn, which we are learning, I think the biggest mistake we're making, and the president has alluded to this, in all fairness to him and his administration, we don't need to treat this gigantic country as if all places are New York and that all places right. are Detroit, all places are San Francisco, uh, you know, and then go down the list. The fact of the yep. matter is, Morgan Freeman, is that a lot of our country is in the situation you're in, and frankly, those people should not be living the way the metro cities are living. There's no need for that. Right. And, 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 yep. we, and we're going to have to allow the look and go, all right, th- th- this, this environment right here has got one set of rules. This environment over here has got a little more leeway. And this environment over here, y'all just going back to business. Uh, and, right. and, you know, so we don't destroy the whole place. It's not necessary. And, uh, right. and and those are those tough decisions that are coming up. So, but to say to an agricultural area, you can't go get what you need to plant. But oh, by the way, try to minimize your trips to the grocery store and stay in your house. That didn't even make sense. That defies logic. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, again, we you know I understand the idea of not wanting it to spread, but also the the concept of why it is spreading is we have too many people in a dense area. Right. That's, that's, that's why these metro areas have been hit is because there's so many people in a small area. Right. And uh, to me, the healthy ones, if you get them out of there in time mm-hmm. and spread out a little bit, you, you, you cut the, uh, the virus's ability to spread. Well, yeah. And you know what else you would say, Bubba, if you already live in an area mm-hmm. where you're not all crowded together, you're probably not at the same risk. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, come on. I mean, th- this is logic. We'll come back. Bubba said, um, you know, the murmur campaign campaign has started, and we talked about it again yesterday. We we listened to what um, uh, what Fowler was talking about about the things he's heard about college football, and then you got the NFL, and you got you know other sports that are shut down now. When do they start back? Uh, and we got some some murmur on that. We'll talk about that when we come back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Come on with it. Your voice of reason in the middle of chaos. 26 years talking into these microphones. Still here, baby. Uh, Thanks for being with us. 22 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba University will uh, record another version of that today. We'll talk to Congressman Gary Palmer out of the state of Alabama, about what's on everybody's mind. How do we reopen the economy? How do we, how do we move back uh, before we lose everything? Uh, and so uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to him about that uh, coming up uh, at Rick and Bubba University. It'll air this weekend, so when you get up on Saturday, it'll be there. Uh, and if you have not subscribed to the Rick and Bubba University podcast, you can get it anywhere you get podcasts. It's free. All you have to do is subscribe. All right, so Bubba, we're talking about something about sports. I mean, this all involves when will we gather again? You know, a lot of people were laughing 
because you know Babylon B, they're not going to miss it. Uh, I mean, they're they're just. I mean, right now Babylon B, they're they're not going to let one thing get by, and there's so much. <laughs> there's so much for them to to love and enjoy. Uh, Babylon B. Yesterday we we're kicking this around. American sports fans would even watch soccer at this point. That's what that that's what Babylon B is put out. Yeah, Rick, I believe I would walk a mile to see a goat roping at this point. Right. Wow. So yeah, I mean, there's people saying they're watching bowling, uh, but <laughs> but anyway, when you're watching the greatest hits of bowling, it's over. I mean, you, you you're you're getting toward the end now. Uh, so 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 let's talk about this. I will tell you this: what happened with me. I don't want to spook anybody, uh, but, you know, we have uh, kids at, at a couple of different colleges right now, right now, and the way we go and see them usually in the fall is to go and, and you know, we don't usually don't stay for the game or if we, we stay for part of the game, but we go and tailgate and visit with them a little bit. So that we're involved in some tailgates, you know, that you have to pay every year to be involved in to get your place and all that. And yesterday I got the email that says we've talked to Mississippi State and the people in charge of these tailgate spots, and they're setting up a refund program, or they will just say, next year, what you pay for this year, we'll pay for next year. And they're already letting you know that they have a plan in case it doesn't happen. Hmm. So, Well, Rick, uh, yesterday uh, we had the story come out. Uh, you know, the president has a task force to try to reopen the economy. And commissioners of the nation's major college football conferences held a 30-minute conference call on Wednesday with Vice President Mike Pence and stressed that college sports cannot return from the coronavirus shutdown until campuses have fully reopened. The 10 commissioners, along with the athletic director of Notre Dame, comprise the College Football Playoff Management Committee. They said, we were able to talk about the differences between us and professional sports, according to the American Athletic Conference Commissioner. Big 12 Commissioner said that Pence asked good questions and was hopeful and optimistic about the fight against coronavirus. The pandemic has shut down all major sporting events since mid-March and has forced colleges to close campuses and move what they can online. So by that comment, and, and I know we got complaints one day. Everybody said we were being too negative when we talked about it didn't look like college football was coming back. I think that may have been in the eye of the beholder. I don't know. But, I mean, this is the news. This is the story. And what they're saying is that we're not going to have athletics till we have school. And, honestly, it's I, I don't know when we're going to have school. I, so you, you can – you know, you can run that through the machinery, and basically what they're saying is it doesn't look like we're going to have football this fall. Well, That's the bottom line. Yeah, and you, you look at this, and, and you heard Fowler talking about it yesterday. Uh, he's saying that the, probably the plan that makes the most sense is to have it, but just move it to spring. And, you know, we've made the jokes about spring football as the XFL, another one who's declared bankruptcy. But but this is not uh, trying to have a football season that, that is another one, and you've already had one in the fall. This would be the only one you had, and they would just move it to the spring. Of course, then you've got it on top of baseball, and you've got baseball and football trying to go at the same time. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and you get you – get, you know, imagine what that would be look like on a college campus uh, trying to do home games, and, hey, the football team's got a home game this week, so does the baseball team. Uh, of course, they they rarely play on the same day. So, uh, but you you'd have a lot going on, and really, if you look at the people who need the economy, they may love baseball and football going at the same time. 
Um, I, I think we'll take it however we can get it yep, at this right, point. Right. Uh, we're all in uncharted waters here because mm-hmm. I don't think anybody alive can say this is their second pandemic. I know there's one or two, but they can't, right. you know, they're, they're far and few between, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. It's, uh, we're, we're, we're dealing with unknowns here and here is a legitimate fear. If we and look, nobody wants to end this and get business back more than me. Um, we do this and then we have some horrendous spike in this again, then mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Right. I mean, it's, uh, so I, I don't know. And look, I want to ask y'all this too, about this online and I, I may have it totally wrong, but my daughter told me that, and, and again, this may be totally wrong. Uh, this is secondhand information. I haven't researched it yet, but we pay for her college classes. Well, you pay extra if you're an online class. Well, we didn't sign up for an online class, but it has become an mm-hmm. online class and the college has charged us the extra fee. Really? And yeah, just, just threw it on us. So, and I don't know why, and I don't know how, and it may not be correct, but if it, if it is without us, okay. And it, I ain't happy about it. Well, you know, you make, you make an interesting point because I, I thought it was just time because I know that one of mine has already got all of his classes. He's registered and he's ready to go for the fall. And so I saw a bill come through, and I just thought, well, that's it's time to pay for the fall. Right. Uh, but now looking back, the figure looked a little low, and I'm thinking, was that just some surcharge for the online? It may be. So I, I, I'll, I'll go. I'll go investigate that. And, and I'm not sure exactly why the online is more expensive than the classroom. I, that may be. Can I tell you why? Can I, I tell you know. why? To, to discourage it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, now's but, but, not the time for discouragement. Well, what I'm talking we about is to, we need to be economically sound, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> they they want to keep that face to face those classes full, uh, because you know you, then you start getting into some people going, "What are we doing with all these people around here?" A lot of y'all are non-essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let, let's <laughs> jump back to the sports part too. In this, um, a lot of people don't know. You know, a lot of these college coaches have some pretty substantial contracts because they bring a lot of money in. It's justified, in my opinion but they are paid somewhat by the university or as a state employee, which I assume most of that money would still be there. But a lot of their salary is made from these booster clubs on the side that, you know, that total number you see is a combination of things. And I don't know if they're going to be able to keep doing that. Well, Greg, we'll talk about when we come back. Greg said, you said you heard, and we're going to the break. So if y'all can't hear the music, we can't talk about it yet. But Greg mentioned that uh, there's people being asked to take cuts in pay. Uh, because uh, there's not as much sports going on. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. We're back. You know, obviously we're talking a lot about, you know, with the, the economy and, and certainly there's the health side of this. That's been covered uh, agnosium and it's certainly serious and then there's the equally serious um, economic side of all this but i will tell you this if there was ever a time for you to be you know locking arms with the rick and bubba show uh, from a marketing standpoint uh, with your business your product or when your business gets ready to go again if you're already if you're in business right now people need to know i'm telling you you look at the numbers of um, you know all the different rick and bubba formats right now and people are just listening longer than ever and in droves you know why they're listening longer it's just common sense they're not at work okay and so if there's a time you wanted to get a message out with the rick and bubba show to the people 
Uh, it's always a good time, but now may be one of the best times. And if not, yeah, now, we've got rid of those silly distractions, you know, like work and yeah. all that stuff. There's people going there. They're, they're consuming the Rick and Bubba content. What else do you turn on the every day for the radio too? Hey, I want to hear what the latest is. So, you know, in, uh, you know, so the Rick and Bubba show right now, if you'd love to talk to our local sales teams or our national sales team about uh, a marketing plan, just go to rickandbubba.com and you'll look there under contact. And if you need help, with your individual market, just contact us and we'll get you in touch with somebody that can help you and lock arms with us and uh, let's put a plan together. All right. Yeah, so we, we have some really, really great affiliates and uh, they have some great salespeople. And look, we're again, I, when we get this going, we're going to have over $6 trillion dropped in our economy. And if you're in business, you need to be out there getting your part of it. All right, so Greg, going to the break, you said that you'd heard, and Bubba, you gave a, an example. I got it right you, here. You gave an example in the break, too, of, of people that we know personally. We don't have to air their business, but it seems to be if you are if you're, if you make a living tied to sports, uh, people are starting to talk to you about, hey, uh, you know, what we pay you to do isn't really happening. And so, Greg, what's the story? ESPN has asked 100 of its highest-paid commentators, which involve its top talent, to take a 15% pay cut over the next three months. They say they're doing it to keep from having to furlough lower paid employees and top brass has already took 20 to 30% cuts themselves. So basically what they're trying to do to keep from laying people off, you know, that on the lower end, they're asking the top 100 to voluntarily for three months, give up 15% of their salary. So it is happening. Yeah, now because yeah, like I say, there's no game for them to commentate. I guess they're saying, you know, well, it's not only that, but uh, advertising revenues, I assume, sure. are probably way down too because there's nothing to cover. I yeah. mean, you can't you can't run your football schedule if there's no football. You know, I you know you always look for the silver lining in all this. Could this be the end of Beth Mowens? No. <laughs> you just look for That's silver funny. lining. You look for well, silver to, lining. Yeah. And to <laughs> y'all's point, if you talk to any athletic director in any state that has a football team, he's going to tell you what, that I have to have six or seven home football games to, right. to pay for the other sports. So what you're going to start seeing, sadly enough, I, I, because we're talking about essential, non-essential, heck, we're doing this in our homes. What's essential and non-essential? Yep. You're going to have athletic directors have to make tough decisions and say, okay, we've got 13 to 15 sports. we got to get it down to eight. And, and I, you're going to you're going to start seeing sports cut left and right, and and I hate that, but that's coming. Now, Greg, one of y'all said that uh, there's a school that's already done that, and I was thankful they dropped soccer. But but well, yeah, that, and, and what's going to happen? You're going to have the men's sports get cut because uh, under Title Nine, they're going to have to keep the girl ones to balance football out. Well, now, Greg, yeah. you said because they may be yeah. loosening some of that, but of course, well, well, that'll well, be a the lawsuit. Relaxing, I don't know about Title Nine, but the, you know how to be a D one sport uh, school, you have to have yeah. so many. Right. Sport, they're, they're going to relax some of those rules that yeah. you can get rid of some and still maintain your D1 status. Yeah, you have to have a certain amount of people through the ticket, you know, buy tickets and have a certain amount of crowd and all that, or you lose that status. And I think they're going to they're going to put all that on hold, right, Greg? Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, including the number of sports you have to have to be D1. Yeah, they're, they're going to lower yeah. that, and that means, like Helmsy said, people are going to start cutting non-essential sports that don't pay for themselves. And then once you get to that point, you're going to see even other extreme measures take place. Like, for instance, baseball, 56 games. Why are we playing 56 games? That's too many anyway. So knock it down to 40. Um, you're going to start seeing football teams that, you know, they're, they're going to have to drop a game here or there. It's, it, it, it is not a, it's not a I don't want to do it. It's essential that they do it. 
Yeah, Greg, what did you say? They're going to have to do it. You know, they do those games, and what do you call them? Who do they play to, to, to just kind of make – Sisters of the Poor. Yeah, yeah the throwaways. Yeah, the Sisters <laughs> of the Poor games. Uh, yeah, be- because yeah, just yeah. so everybody can come out and hang out the stadium, you know, and the, the, the people who don't get to go to the games normally get to come because nobody, you know, there's a lot of tickets available. Well, you but. said, Helms, the Sisters of the Poor games is what you just said to start. That's part of that formula of a number of games we got to have to bring money on the campus. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, they pay and, and the sisters schools. of the poor love it because they get a million dollars to go to somewhere. Yeah, yeah. that's that how fun, they survive. And that funds their yeah. athletic. Yeah. Program. That shows yeah, you absolutely. how much money a, a home game generates. I'm willing to pay somebody five hundred thousand to a million dollars to come play me. Yeah, yeah. You know, yes. well, and, and that's and that's the thing I keep saying. I understand that the conferences and then in professional football, the 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 league, they can all make a lot of money on TV revenues. But the impact to the economics of the community will be devastating. Well, hey, the wing, the, the wing restaurant on the corner, if nobody's coming to the stadium, ain't going to make it. You right. know, and, and, and then you think about all the people tied to the tailgate services, like I was just talking about, the email I got. There's people, yeah. they make their living, their company yeah. is tied to tailgating, their whole, their whole company. And, um, and so there's so much that it impacts – um, and you got to start weighing that out as well. I mean, and uh, and we'll see how that I, goes. I heard a silver lining. If you're looking for one, the, they said that the expanded playoff talk came up. If we can't get this thing going, whenever to go ahead and expand the playoffs, because it'll be a big money maker at the end of the season. Yeah, to at right. least go to eight. Yeah, people, they're already that brought the talk Look, back up to consider. Cash will yeah. be king, boys, when we get rolling again. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> sure will. You, how about this? We may have a Thunderdome mm. version of sports. Mm. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. it's it's very difficult to shut down the U.S. economy, but we're going to discover how complicated and how hard it is to start it back up. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, we're learning. We're learning that deal. Just just like you know, because this is the thing they always did. But you have to do the same thing with the economy because what people love to do is well now look if uh if, if johnny smith you know stands with fur, closer to you than six feet everybody johnny smith's been with and everybody that those people been with and everybody they've been with and uh, you're really exposing yourself to no telling how many people well you, the economy works the same way yeah. yeah you know this person affects this person affects that person affects this person affects that person it all works that way. That's how the world yeah. works. Mm-hmm. I yeah. told a friend, and they told a friend, and I told two friends. I mean, we remember the commercial, and so don't on we? and so on. You know, <laughs> I, I, I love the the social commies, the environmentalists, and everything else that are loving this because you know they say, "Well, the air is cleaner." You know, oh, we're not having gosh. this, we're not having that. But do they not realize that this comes to an end, and it's an ugly, ugly end? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this can't go on forever. I mean, people's savings and the government programs, I mean, they can't just keep giving you money to stay at home. I well, mean, there's a point and where we, it doesn't we'll, work anymore. We'll get to that story yesterday. The murmur campaign, the bridge is the bridge is out of money. The uh the old I'm trying to get my payroll covered, that program uh, there's there's people saying it's yeah. already run out of money. Yeah. yeah. Well it's it's yeah, they the they're they're right on the edge of it and they need more. And you know, they went to Congress to try to get that done real quick and the demos uh blocked it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they wanted a whole package of stuff and they're going, No, we just need to put some icing on this program. Mm-hmm. Give it a little more meat. We we know what we're up against now, and they said no way, so they blocked it. So uh, Mnuchin made a great point, though. W- the government is going to pay that money one way or the other. They can either pay it in a payroll, $1, going to payroll, or they can put $1 in unemployment. 
that person is either going to get it at unemployment right. or at their job. Right. Yep. It's the same money, but one case they don't have a job to go back to one. They do. Right. So we, we gotta be smart and not again, they're trying to get there. They went back to this old thing of putting everything in there. They're wanting to get done for the past 40 years. And that, that ain't going to work. Well, guys. As we said before, that's looting in a time of fear. Yeah. Yes, uh, it is. And, and, it, and it, maybe it, they'll, maybe they'll get some of these stimulus checks back from the dead people they sent them to and put it into the business. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good helpful. Job on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, good. that's going to happen. Hey, nobody manipulates a government program. Never. That's never happened. No. Uh, well, and, and, and that's the deal too. That's why you have to look again. Mnuchin, point is right but that also means that people with no jobs is a really big deal to this country as well and it's going to break it I, like i said look over there and i see you lady liberty is over there with an iv as well and and we and, and and we're trying to make sure she doesn't die her life's important too yeah yes very important uh, it's, it's gonna be a balancing act there is no clear-cut easy way to do it. well and this is what we know and i look we all do this it's just human nature we want so bad for there to be a, a no-risk scenario. There, tell me there's a scenario where there's no risk to either. It doesn't exist. You just got to minimize the risk. You can't get rid of it. You just got to minimize it. Uh, we'll be back. Your phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show here we go you know what that is that you know what that sound is don't you? that's old phone troll sound 30 seconds of pop largest number of people shortest amount of time at the end of 30 seconds you hear the buzzer your time on the program comes to a close and then we'll move to the next caller we start uh with angie also in the great state of illinois angie go ahead you got 30 seconds welcome to rick and bubba Good morning from Lincoln's land of corruption, where our governor eventually makes our license plate for us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. So in Illinois, our governor has now shipped people from Chicago, where 90% of the COVID cases are, to southern Illinois, to the hotels, which are going to be federally funded, for them to quarantine. Mm. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> we had that happen. If you remember, uh, we had some uh, that the federal government tried to pull that on us. Uh, the state of Alabama, and we had some people off of a cruise ship, and, and our state government and the people of Alabama said, hey, Nip, you're not going to send people down here. Uh, we're not going to be the place where y'all take, send people off to quarantine. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that that doesn't make a lot of sense. You've got an area that's not struggling, so you take people that are struggling and send them to the area that's not struggling and put them up in a hotel uh, where there isn't a problem, where they could make it a problem. That doesn't that, – it's hard yeah, to you're 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 spreading the virus in a way that it can't even spread itself. You're helping it out. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense either. We continue. Thomas Montgomery, I ninety two WLWI. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, Green Acres. Hey, I appreciate hey. the call, brother. <laughs> Not hearing that as much these days, but I'm glad you're there. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Um, I'm wondering how do you transition? Say we play football in the spring. How do you transition back to fall? because it'd be tough to play a back-to-back season, would you have to run through the spring season, skip next spring, and pick up back in fall, and how would that affect eligibility of the players? Yeah, there's a lot of complications with that, and you make a point. Football is not like the other sports. The brutality of football is the reason why you only have one game a week. Mm-hmm. Football needs breaks for bodies to heal, uh, and can you play a brutal spring 
schedule and a playoff and then say, oh, by the way, we need you all back at two-a-days in August because we're going to then play again in the fall. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think, Rick, what you're going to see if they move to a fall, it will be some type of abbreviated uh, season. No way it'll be a full one. But these are discussions like, for instance, let's take they've moved the Masters to November. Uh, from an agronomy standpoint, how does that connect golf course recover in to in April? By April, see those these are awesome discussions that everybody's happening yeah. that is happening that I, I don't know the answer to. I don't think many people do because it's it's new. Yeah, it is. It's all brand new. Uh, and I guess we're the people who have to work it out for the people who have one down the line. They'll go where now. Remember yeah. back in 2020, yeah. here's what they did. Now that was a mistake. Yes. This was good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, and one thing too, Rick, to look back, I don't know if you've done it, but a lot of people have been going back and reading about what happened with the Spanish flu. Of course, there's different things now, transportation, media, all that, but they are some things that are pertinent to what we're doing now. And you, you might be surprised what we've done and hadn't done that, you know, how it compared. Danny uh, is in Mobile, Alabama. Danny, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it, buddy? Hey, long-time fan, guys. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. Look, uh, here in Mobile, our mayor is trying to implement uh, not buying non-essential things as well. What What is he, de- he or she deeming non-essential? It, uh, he's, he's saying, like, uh, I guess he could only buy food. Uh, cleaning items, stuff like that. I mean, they're talking about roping off aisles like at Walmart, like, I guess, electronics or something like that. I mean, if the store is open, the way I look at it. Yeah, if it's too dangerous well, I, to go to the store, then, you yeah, know. it's too dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. in the but store, I, buy whatever you want. Right. I, I think probably their mentality is, and, and it's an error, I think, to think this way, that you know, if we say it's only these things, that'll keep a lot of people from going there and yeah. it'll cut down and all that. But what you're going to do is the stores won't be able to stay open right? because they're not moving enough product. You're right. So you're going to lose them too. If people are there and it's okay to be there, let them get what they need. Go to the one-way aisles, go to the six-foot separation, have everybody in gloves, wipe down the carts, all that stuff. But once you're there, let them buy what they want. That is, that's asinine. Yeah, it is. I mean, come on. I, I'm not that smart, but that's asinine, people. Well, it's the reason why President Trump was elected, because people got sick and tired of government officials apparently having no concept of the free market and the private market. They don't even know how it works. And, uh, and, and so if you're sitting there, you got to think that through Bubba's point has to be thought about. You mm-hmm. have to. Uh, but if you don't understand how that works, you probably don't think like that. Uh, we continue, 866, we be big. Uh, let's go to uh, Keith out of Birmingham. Listen to ZZK. Keith, 30 seconds, go. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, I just want to bring up something about the NCAA. I've got a son that's got a full scholarship going to Arkansas State this spring, uh, and the coaches have been in constant contact with him. And they're saying that the plan for the NCAA is if they can't get them on campus in June and get them in the weightlifting program and everything, that they will start this up in February, that they're reassuring them that foot college football could start as soon as February if we don't get it started now. Well, then it goes back to the question, though. So if you start in February and you end it sometime in the spring, is it enough time for them to regroup and be ready to go the next fall? I guess, I guess you would just say that's – you wouldn't have a choice. You have to say we just have to be. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you, you look, I understand they're doing all they can do. Everybody is. Uh, but if you go back to what the commissioner said, and they're they've gone to the to the conference call with the uh, blessing of the presidents, 
until we get kids on campus in a normal environment, they are not going to play sports. So when does that happen and what happens? Will they even try that without a vaccine? Don't know. But I, and, but there's a psychological, and I say I'm playing both sides of the fence here, and I realize that you got to be safe and all that. But man, there's a psychological part of this to all of us who are who are staying out of the flow of people that we need those games uh, to to keep us sane. I mean, really, that's the bottom line. Well, the mental. Rick, to your point, to answer your question, what they would probably do is instead of starting in August, they would start like in October. Yeah. And then the next year, bring it back to September. And just eventually and wind it around till you get that exactly. space again. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. And Bubba, you touched on something too. I don't even think we've begun to scratch the surface on the mental damage of all this. Right. How, people, how people are getting the, mentally affected by all this. The, the, the educators, and I put the commissioners in that group, are looking at this the way you should normally. Okay. And and they're looking at it normal circumstance. Student athletes that play a game, they're students first, they're athletes second. We're going to have this in order. I mean, the teachers are about to, you know, they're going to lose a strip of gear back there if we suggest we have sport to no class. Got that. That's fine. And and that's the right thing to do. But you're not looking at the whole equation. The other part of that equation is the rest of us are about to go nuts if we don't have some sports to look at. So I, I don't know how you balance all that out. Well, you can't keep people locked away in their homes, you know, till further notice. There, there is you have to declare an end date mm-hmm. mentally. I'm yeah. talking about just for the the psyche of, <laughs> yeah. of our of our society. Yeah. Forget the science. <laughs> There's some psychology yeah. here that look, must be answered. Look, I I have things that I'm getting to do right now that I absolutely love and <laughs> yeah. I'm thankful yeah. for, but it's running thin. <laughs> okay, I'm talking about it, it's starting to affect me, my my psyche, yeah. and that's not offense to anyone, but you can get too much of anything. It, it, you yeah, know, there's yeah. there's supposed to be a balance and healthy balance in your life of of things. You're really not supposed to be like front end loaded into one thing all the time. And Rick, uh, I plan on being back in that studio and being active and doing what we do by November at the latest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you guys got decisions to make one, uh, here before too long. Yeah. But, yeah. but this is working. And, of course, you, you know, like I say, the, the, old, the old dreaded thing is, you know, none of us need to be deemed non-essential. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, top of the hour, uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll unpack uh, something interesting that, uh, that came out yesterday involving in-home studios. All that coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team, Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour. Team Rick and Bubba in the mix and ready your voice of reason inside the pandemic of 2020. Uh, The gang's all here except for Adler, obviously. Uh, His daughter came into the world. And we saw her for the first time yesterday, Ruby Jane Adler. Seven pounds, four ounces, 20 inches long, and as beautiful as you can possibly be. Both families celebrating, and we celebrate with them. Uh, And uh, he's already emailing us and texting us about uh, learning 
Uh, I love when uh, we had the emailer that said uh, his new name should be Eddie Van Dadler now that he's a dad. So um, uh, welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. All right, so Bubba, yesterday um, we um, uh, we had um, an email sent to us, glenbeck.com. Uh, we're talking to Glenn about being on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, but uh, they undoubtedly glenbeck.com uh, put together a, a list of, of all these different commentators and their home studios, uh, Glenn obviously has got one, and uh, Levin, and and a lot of guys that uh, you see on various. Um, you see a lot of them on Blaze TV, but some of them from the Daily Wire, and some of them you see on Fox News a good bit. Um, and uh, they they listed home studios with funny little comments to go with it about things you see in the background. Uh, and our very own Bill Bubba Bussy made the list. With his little well, home Rick, studio. I, I look at it as the show made the list. Oh, of um, course, of course. They uh, they were giving awards here, and I don't know if SpeedyNet found this yet. But well, it we're showing it now, Bubba. Yeah, we got it. To, yeah. To, okay. Okay. Good. Uh, most likely to survive the uh, the lack of barbers during the lockdown, <laughs> and that goes to Phil Robertson and his crew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> they, they 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 can make it without a barber. There's there's no no doubt about it. <laughs> and and they have all these little lists of things you see in the background. And like, uh, they're pretty like, funny. Uh, the great one, uh, Mark Levin, uh, most likely to have an original copy of the Constitution sewn into the f- back of an American flag, just in case. <laughs> yeah, he's got. He has it shows a flag in the background <laughs> at his studio. And uh, and I'll be honest with you, I, I'm gonna say this again. Uh, if I could get some of our major news outlets, if y'all gonna talk to somebody on Zoom or Skype or whatever, let's. I mean, it's okay to go ahead and try to get it as as high quality as you possibly can. It, well, it, everybody's it, limited right now. Yeah, Look, but, I tried to get some more lights. I know it's it, going to be here about well, time. Well, why don't over. we at least say, but, uh, listen, why don't you at least say, because we all just, uh, it's team bunch of goodens, okay? Why don't they say, can we have our people look and sound at least as good as the Rick and Bubba show? Yeah, I think we should be the minimum, yeah. you know, minimum required. Uh, Rick, here's another award. Most likely to plant grass from a yard in a vase, and that goes to Ben Shapiro. Oh, that's. <laughs> you might see that behind it. Yeah. Uh, most likely to have a cologne stock safe behind a giant painting yep. that goes to Dave Rubin. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I saw Dave Rubin being interviewed. I think it was on the Five, or maybe it was on the Gutfeld Weekend Show. I think it was that, and and he was drinking alcohol during the interview. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, he, he was. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, and he was like, it was it was funny, but to watch them do that, they were they were making a comment about all the essential stuff. So so anyway. Um, Ben Shapiro, that's pretty funny too. Most likely to plant grass from yard in a vase, and you see in the background there's a vase with the grass sticking up out of it. So uh, the list goes on. So we get down to Bill Bubba Bussy. I like the guy most likely to be living in an attic. Yeah, that, that, that was, was hilarious. And also, don't forget, <laughs> most likely to accidentally burn his house down. Yeah. <laughs> which which remind me of that I have a story about that yesterday. <laughs> um, the, so um, then they get to Bubba. And they're pointing. What is this they're pointing to, Bubba? One of your sound things? Yeah, yeah it, yes. it's uh, it's some soundproofing on the back. It's four panels I had together. I had them pushed together so it looked like a you know one big one. I separated a little bit, even for my own enjoyment uh, after this. But most likely to have faced his velvet portrait of Elvis the other way. That's funny. So it, it looks like it's a kind of a but but it is it's soundproofing for this room. Uh, but you know, I, I may have to redecorate after that because yeah. I don't want it to look like that. Yeah. Know? What's, what's so funny too, is when you look at the picture, they have a Bubba, uh, he's talking mainly on the screen. They're point, they're pointing it back here 
And then you see on the side when we had everybody, they took a picture when we used to keep everybody on deck, and, and, you know, and you see the little pictures of everybody over on the side. And, yeah, and, 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 and I'm looking at Adler, and his baby's not here yet, and he doesn't know in that picture. Yeah, uh, but, I know it. But, he has no idea. But anyway, so uh, that's funny. So, Bob, but Rick, let me let me ask you this because I, I was y'all tell me what you think. Let me get this. All right. So, you, are you oh, thinking you need to? Better. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. So, right, where are you going? Oh, he's what's he doing? Is this the carpet thing? Uh, he's here. He's bringing something. Yes. In. Here we go. Here we go. No, what's this thing? You can't go out and buy anything right now. You just having to go through the closets or whatever you can find. And this uh, is why I got a, I've got a rug here. Uh, <laughs> You got a what? It look. It, I've got a rug. It looks kind of like an Indian blanket. Yeah. Rug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. I, you know where I'm from. Don't you? Sure, I do. Rug. Yeah. See what I got here is a rug. <laughs> you know where I'm from. So, and I'm gonna play my guitar on my rug. <laughs> Say uh, it. I got I'm air rug. I, I might uh, hang. Oh, I'm shouting. I got to shut the door. Wake everybody up. Okay. Oh, um, you know that's the beauty of having the uh, the closet studio here. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm thinking about maybe hanging this on the wall. What do y'all think? Do you why, think that'd be a good why, What is it? Why would we hang it on the wall? Well, uh, so it doesn't look like I have an Elvis picture. It looks a little busy. Did, yeah. did Glenbeck.com? It, it is busy. That's the right. thing. I don't know. So, Rick, just to bring you up to speed. So yesterday, I was already thinking about out. It. No, no, He I'm, asked <laughs> me, he said, have you heard about, have you seen any of these people in their home studios with rugs behind them? I'm thinking I'm going to put a rug up. And he said, turn it to Fox News right now. There's a guy that has one up. Check it yeah. out. Yeah, he was so on yesterday. Something that's been on his mind for some well, but, reason. Well, but Bubba, you already—they don't have soundproofing. You already have it. Well, no. What what it is? I don't have enough in here, and I had to split what I had. And I'm thinking if I put the rug behind me, then I can take that and put it over here. And you know, I'm just looking to try to to make the uh, the broadcast closet <laughs> as palatable as possible. I'm more impressed that you had a rug rolled up with plastic uh, in <laughs> your you. in your closet somewhere uh, that you brought out. I, I would I like for you. I, I would like for you to hold it up so we could see. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you? Undo it and then hold it up. No, it's too much rug. Oh, that, that's too much so rug. Much, <laughs> I just, y'all, would y'all hush? I hold it up. Do y'all not want to <laughs> see you. him do that? Are you unwrap it. Yeah, you got to take out the plastic to put it behind you. I hate to tell you that. Yeah, yeah I know. But no, I want to see him work with it. Yeah, please, y'all. I have to go get something to cut it with. Oh, listen, they wrap them babies up like now you're going north. Yeah. They don't want them to go anywhere. And see, I have one below me here. That actually was going to be a backup for this one, but. I may need it on the wall now if it looks better. I don't know how it'll key either. So, did, 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 you know, I wanted look. some of that paint from Helms, but he was yeah, out. You yeah. can't find anything. Now. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I would. Gosh. You know how you're looking about? You say, hey, yeah, I want to make your, you know, your your setups better and all this. Uh, you know, if I was going to dr- address one thing, I think I'd address your hair. Well, I mean, I can't do much with it. <laughs> you, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not even sure what it's doing now. It, it's, uh, it, it, you know, and Greg, you ain't got anything to say. I mean, oh, you know, I, I can't. I'm out of this conversation. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going. I'm going, Charlie Rich here. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and when we the, get behind, oh, the silver oh, fox, Lord. Charlie Rich. Order now from Timeline. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I would. Uh, I don't know about putting a big rug behind you is the way to go. Uh, and especially, I, wish I, had more, I wish I had some some uh, Sonics or something, but I, you know, I don't. I think so. you have a good look. Don't let Glenbeck.com make, make an Elvis velvet. No, Elvis. I, I just I was thinking I needed to do something with it anyway. So. Yeah, but Glenbeck Glenbeck can't say anything. He looks like the Colonel right now. Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> and what they don't know this, this is, is your this is your easy, secondary studio. This is your backup. <laughs> yeah, your, your number yeah. ones. It's at your house. Yeah, you've just told Radio Free Bubba goodbye, and that yeah. was that was yeah. a nice setup. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, I'm I will see it again. I'm sure.
<laughs> the uh, um, so I I don't Bubba I think your setup is fine there I I, I wouldn't mess with it I, I need okay. to see you hold it you up. might have rug regret and I just don't want to see it you know what I mean well, rug I, regret. I will, I'll, I'll, when we come back I'll try to cut this paper off see you got to it's it's difficult because you got to cut that paper but don't cut the rug you know I'm there it's there it out. goes I'm with I'm with the guys it looks busy now if you could yeah. put something up back there that maybe had. A portrait of Ronald Reagan. You know, but it's got to be soundproof too. So yeah, that's the thing. It's got a dampen sound. Yeah, why? Your sound's you fine. Dog. Yeah. You dog. You guys are so far ahead of the garbage I'm seeing on national news. I mean, y'all are fine. I mean, it yeah. is. I'm embarrassed. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Go, 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 go. Yo, what's up? This Coolio with the flow. You listening to the homeboys Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. Give me some of the potato chip. 21 minutes past the hour. You got Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Will of Meat can spend at any time. Uh, look for the Will of Meat. Uh, we have put a couple of rolls of toilet paper on there, too. So rump ribbon for, for you, possibly today. Uh, so uh, be paying attention, as that may happen before we're done today. Certainly will happen tomorrow if we don't get it done today. All right, so Bubba, I know you've been wrestling uh, with the rug. Um, have you got it out of the package where we can actually take a look at it? Huh. Yeah. Look, y'all look at it. y'all look and tell me what you think because I I can't put it up there. I'm just gonna have to hold it. Okay. Uh, all right. There you go. Yeah. Are you gonna hurt yourself, Rick? Now he can't hear us. Right he can't now. hear us. Can yeah. He? No. So when he comes back to to with his headphones, ask him to do something else with it. Okay. Say, so, so Rick, we, if you, have no, you noticed Bubba's hair? Tell him we can't see it because yeah, he's standing. Yeah, yeah, I have. <laughs> Yeah. Rick, have you know, Bub- noticed Bubba's hair? It looks kind of like our Aunt Margaret's. Yes, I would even want to say that. Wow. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Greg, <laughs> okay. you just, I think you just bothered two Rick, people Rick. in one, in one <laughs> comment. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but it's, it's a lot <laughs> of the same <laughs> stuff. Oh, he's coming back. Hold on. He's coming back. <laughs> I can hear, I can hear y'all. This ain't about the No, it just looks like my Aunt Margaret does the front. Just like. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> you got and Marcus and I was looking like <laughs> Nice. This is part of the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> She's a fine looking woman. Hello. Yeah, straight straight up. <laughs> I love you saying I can hear y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's me talking about somebody's hair is a joke. It is. Look, there you go. There you go. You don't have any product down there? You got okay, any, any product you can gracious. put in it? Huh? Oh, there it is. Look yeah. at him. Yeah, if you got I want it, you to bring the spike back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was your best look. Hey, do me a favor. Comb it the other way. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, well, the the problem is I don't have the product to do it. Mm. I like him that look on that Simply Safe uh, commercial <laughs> y'all, when y'all talk about it and it shows y'all and it's oh, the summer yeah. Bubba and yeah. he's got that yeah. hair. Yeah, from about, about, about 15 years ago. All right, Bubba, yeah. like straight up. I and I don't mean. Like, so you were holding up your little rug. We, we but, couldn't see, but you were standing in front of it, so I didn't see. I didn't see the rug at all. Hardly, we couldn't even see well, the you, rug. You had to look around me and imagine. <laughs> well, I know, but but again, I don't know if you've ever tried to look at the sun when it's a there's an eclipse. You can't see it. You know, I mean, so I, I just. Uh, well, let me see what I'm doing to fix. Right. Oh, I just laughed so hard my back popped. <laughs> Smitty laughed so hard his back popped. Oh, <laughs> again. Once you bring it oh, up and put wow. it in front of you there toward the camera. <laughs> yeah, bring it up, put it in. in no southwestern look. <laughs> yeah, yeah Bubba, you, you won't be able to make fun of Helmsy's uh, Don Imus comments anymore. That looks like yeah, a rug yeah. from Don Imus's house. Right, yeah, stand exactly. behind it. There you go. There you go. Bubba. I mean, you're you might as well be in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Bubba. I, I, no, that's bad. 
Oh yeah, yeah. That's no. You, that's not a look for you. I mean, that that looks like a look that Adler would put behind him, like out in front of his. Uh, yeah. He'd hanging on his RV. Yeah. You know why he's on some camping trip or some dude Bubba, ranch? Yeah, Bubba, that's not you. No, that's uh, you know if you wanted to put that around Clint Eastwood's shoulders and and half a cigar in your mouth, maybe, but yeah, I, 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 I don't. I, yeah, All right, y'all, he really likes it. I think yeah. it's gonna be up tomorrow, Bubba. It's your place, but I gotta yeah. tell you, I'm a thumbs down on yeah. it. Yeah, that's, thanks, Ten Bears. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba Ten Bears, we, we <laughs> Bubba Ten Bears. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, if y'all tried to wrestle a giant rug yeah. in a closet, yeah, Bubba, it's a little, it's a little Southwest Arizona for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, got a San Antonio feel it, to it. It's, it's yeah, a, yeah. San Antonio. San Antonio. It, it's just not you. No, you don't think that's me? No, that's not you. No. Yeah. You're hurting his feelings. Well, look, he's done took it out of the pack now. He's, about to put it he's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ain't going back. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Better find something to do with it now. Yeah. <laughs> the um, oh, look at him. We Dude, had. I, I don't know. Do I need to split the panels up a little bit? Leave no, a little there's more nothing wrong with it. Between them there's nothing something? wrong with it. Wow, that that really bothered you. What it looks they said. fine. That looks fine. No, I'm asking y'all. Just yeah. from well, how about spe- go get a velvet Elvis painting. Yeah, it it well, they look they look good in person, but on TV it does just look like a big spot of black yeah well don't don't forget too you've been able to key things behind you it really right i mean you could key the studio in here behind you and be done with all yeah this. yeah just yeah. be sitting at your seat over right here. yeah i mean i, I know you, you you look they put you on the glenbeck.com list i got it but i mean it's no, just uh, no it, that, that has nothing to do with it. i just yeah. want it to you know be we're trying to do what a lot of people on network tv will not do and that is make it better right right yeah, yeah. I, I yeah I, I don't think that rug is necessary and if you're gonna do a rug not that rug there you go right there yeah now, Greg, I just emailed you two pictures. All right, one. Yeah, but it's going. It's going to make my ears Greg disappear. And all that. I, know. I don't have the setup. I, know, but I just love to see you mess with it. Right. Get I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how to get the picture to. Yeah, you, you don't, did it. Do it. Do Speedy, it again. Don't do that. Don't I'm do, 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 you don't enjoy messing save, with him. Save the picture to your desktop. I ain't yeah. even seen the picture. I'm just when you do the little plus. This is what I want. I know. I know. I live. I made a mission accomplished. I can't save. How am I say? All right. So so get your picture and click on it and grab it and then just let go of it on desktop and it'll go there. What picture? That I emailed you. I emailed you two of them. Well, I can't go to email. Why? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Come on in, coach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't man. have a problem with what I got. But that's his we on. That's his we. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I may just. I need to paint the background there you go. green. I guess. Bubba, you look good right there. Just that's like perfect. that. Just like that. Yeah. Take that, Glenbeck.com. Yeah. yeah. Make fun of that. Look, Rick, look. It's like me normal. Look. <laughs> right. If you'll just eat right there, we got you. It's almost like you're here. <laughs> that's so funny. Hey, look. That's right, Rick. <laughs> it's, it's like nothing's changed. Yeah. Hey, serious business. When y'all coming back here? <laughs> you mess the stuff. Yeah. I mean, Speedy and I and, and Stretch, there's only so much we can do. We just got to hang out. I'll tell you one thing. The clit, the kitchen is spotless. It is. You know, you know how long it takes to clean the kitchen up every day? About 30 seconds? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, there's just not a whole lot going on in there. Oh, I don't kitchen. I don't kitchen is lonely. And I can't tell you the last time that Speedy and I went in I there. Can't and, and you, you feel bad for Stretch because usually as a, as a team, we're in there tearing somebody apart. Uh-huh. And, there's, right. and so now Speedy and I just go in there and make fun of him every day. We do. That's all we got. <laughs> I mean, that is. That's it. <laughs> right. That's it. The um, so, so there we go. Yeah, but we, we do miss the hanging out part. <clears throat> you know, we're all in there shooting, shooting yeah. the bull in the, yeah. uh, in the kitchen, holding yeah. court with Greg. 
Greg, they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Still not there yet, but it's <laughs> not there. Well, that makes long right. enough absence. Yeah. Maybe a couple look, more weeks. We'll, we'll see April 30th, okay? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, a couple more weeks, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I guess, I mean, if, um, I don't know when, 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 when it all gets turned back on. I, I don't either. Right. But even if it gets turned back on, that don't mean, all that means is they turned it back on and we're going to see what I, happens. This will be classic Rick and Bubba luck. Is yeah. that we will have made it through all of the the height of, of you know yeah, the pandemic this. or whatever, and then it'll be on its way back down, and we'll all get back together. And yeah. get all it. six of us will go down. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what'll happen. Look, I, I'm yeah. just going to tell you, all of you, Probably. and I've said this before. I think I've already had it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, we. I, I, can't I, I wait do. For that. I think I have. Rick, it. that's your wishful thinking because you yeah. always want to get it over with. <laughs> <I got you. laughs> you know, I, y- you know, y'all had to talk me down from just going out there and getting it. I, I, I just want to go out there and get it, and let's just be done with it, and, and just see how it goes. <laughs> you want to yeah. refuse to wash your hands, <laughs> right? I touch every let me, surface you can. Hey, touch. Look, let me go ahead and have it, so I can get back to my life. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. You know, because then you become a superhero in society if you really have the antibodies. You're oh, just yeah. like, I'm unstoppable now. Look at me, I'm going all kinds of places. So you, you're talking about you wish there no was mad. a store where you could just go up and go, hey, go ahead and give it to me. Yeah, I'd rather just get it, and then and let's see how it goes, and then I then I get to the other side of it, and then I'm done. Rick wants to go to a coronavirus party. Right. You know, like I'm the, I'm the guy. You, you know, you remember I said this on the air. When it's time to go to the doctor and they want to, and you know this is the day they want to check your prostate, let's don't even talk. As soon as you come in, let's check it. Yeah. And then we get to the heart and get to the blood pressure and yeah. all that. I, we're all worried about that, so let's get it over with. Let's just do it right now. Yeah. And, and, then, and then let's get to the other side of it and be done with it. Bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. It is 35 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Teaming up with our friends at TheraBreath. Yeah, it actually goes after what's giving you the bad breath. Spend a lot of time with family now. and Spend a lot of time with your spouse, even more than normal. Uh, be sure that breath is fresh. When you take that essential trip to the grocery store or to the drugstore, you can find the products there. Uh, if you can't do that, then you can go to TheraBreath.com. Uh, Dr. Katz invented these clinically proven uh, formulas that attack the actual root that causes bad breath, and you have a whole arsenal that you can use in just about any situation, uh, even the, the lozenges that are there for you if you eat something after you've done the, the morning routine that you need to freshen that breath up again. We love these products. They, they work great. You can find them at over 100 different retailers across the nation, Walgreens, Walmart, CVS, Target, Publix, Kroger, Winn-Dixie included. It's used in over 100 countries. Uh, you can get yours at therabreath.com or by going to any of these retailers. There's also a link. At rickandbubba.com, right there under the sponsors button. So, uh, we, you know, we're all, we're, man, we're quarantined. And like we talked about earlier, even even things that you love, you know, you can get to the point where you go, well, I kind of liked when we had a balance, uh, you know, because then the balance just swings the other way. And a lot of that involves what we're eating now. Uh, I miss restaurants. I miss them desperately. Oh, I love restaurants. I like the fun and the social aspect of going to a restaurant, sitting down, having a nice meal, uh, and I like cooking at home. But you know what? I don't really want to always do one or the other. Uh, I, I like to have a balance of that. And, of course, right now there is no going to restaurants. That's out. 
So we're cooking mm-hmm. a lot at home, and that's great, and we're, we're getting to enjoy that. But, I mean, even cooking at home at this point, there's, you know, you're you're repeating meals now because you're you're there. You're looking at recipes. You're like, okay, we've done just about everything we can do. Anybody tired of any of this yet? We mm-hmm. we we cranking that up again. What do we have? Is that grilled chicken again? For the love of all this good and kind, please tell me that's not grilled chicken again. Uh, and and so you know you start trying to get creative, and you can certainly do curbside, and we do some of that too. But so one of I know Greg, and and, and don't we have somebody here? And maybe Greg, it's you, and I may be wrong. Do we have anybody on the team that is anti-breakfast for dinner? I'm not big on it. That's what I thought. You're not crazy about it, are you? I'll do it occasionally, but I'm not excited when I hear that's what we're doing. No, that's helpful. I'll get through it, it, but I'm not excited. Let me tell you this. That's helpful because in our family, and we don't know what to do with him, Big Love will not eat breakfast for dinner. Can't stand it. Wow. I understand. But he likes breakfast, and I'm like, where does this come from? And and I realize now maybe it's something involved with you being his uncle. Well, but, but any but anyway, he's gone. That is possible. He's gone back to Startville now, so we don't have to deal with that. And, and so we're Sherry and I were doing the thing we do every day. Okay, so what are we doing for dinner? And uh, she said, "I tell you what." And we had our options out there. You know, we and we we had what we needed to mm-hmm. do really what we wanted. She goes, "I'm calling breakfast for dinner." Boom. And I said, you know what? I could not be more in. I love it. I'm yes. fired up. I'm ready to go. Want it now. Uh, and I always, you know, get the egg assignment because I'm the scrambled egg guy in the house. And okay. and Sherry does bacon perfectly. I can do bacon, but I admit that her bacon is always perfect. Um, and then we have the biscuits and, you know, we, we get out the, the, the apple butter and, you know, you just get ready to roll. And so, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're all doing this and we're excited and we're stoked and we're pumped and, and we're all, we're, we're, and, and so it, Sherry said, you know, and I know, you know, Jim Gaffigan has a great comedy bit about this. And she had a piece of bacon that was perfect and, and laid it over, you know, on the paper towel. And, you know, there's no wonderful look than like that grease, you know, being soaked up by the paper towel. And then the, the piece of bacon dries out perfectly. And, she takes a little bite off of it. And she goes, "Is there anything better than bacon?" I mean, and, and, I, and then and, I'll eat bacon anytime. And then I said, "Are there people who don't like bacon?" <laughs> and I thought, I think we did we do that on the show one time, and we actually yeah. discovered there are people who maybe even walk among us uh, back back. You know, when, when we can do it again, that, are there people that say I bit into bacon and I don't like it? Do those people I, those people exist? I don't, I don't think so, Rick. I think it's an illusion. Oh, well, I if will they tell did, you, it was undercooked. I'll yeah. tell you this, like with my sister, it's close to that because it has to do with breakfast, but she will not eat anything with eggs in it, like scrambled eggs, anything because of when she got sick when she was little and she has this thing where she just doesn't want eggs so, now. So maybe yeah. maybe there's a bacon version of that. Maybe so. I would think that's about the bacon. only reason because I don't know why look, somebody wouldn't eat it. Look, Jim Gaffigan said it better. You can't say it any better. <clears throat> you can't hate a food that when you cook it, it sounds like applause. Yeah. Yay, yay bacon. Wow. So anyway, so Sherry had the bacon going, and, and usually we have our system going pretty good. And and I and, and I don't know why she did it, and she says she doesn't know why either. Uh, but she went to take, you know, she got the grease out of the pan and all this, and I was moving into the eggs. And she normally doesn't do this. She made the mistake of taking the piping hot bacon deal and, and just put it under the sink, Uh-oh. which created an enormous plume of smoke I'm talking about the smoke engulfed mm. the entire kitchen, and about the time I said you're going to set the mm. the smoke alarm starts going off, 
And now we're all ready to get out here on the deck and eat our breakfast for dinner. And now the smoke alarm's going off. I said, sure, you've started the smoke alarm. And I think to myself, and I started, you know how you start running in your mind? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're at home, so the, the house alarm is not on. So are fire trucks on the way? <laughs> then I think, no, no, these are just the smoke alerts that you have on when your, your system's off because we're in the house. So it's not automatically calling the fire department like your full system mm-hmm, will. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, and I start, I say, Sherry, any minute we may start hearing fire trucks. We got to get this stopped. Right. And it's doing its job. So what was hilarious, though, what was hilarious is we do have young Broderick still living at home with us. And so I'm going to go to his text because he was up, you know, of course, as, as always, editing something or some project he was on. And so, and, and, I, and, I, and I said, time to eat. Okay, now this is before the smoke alarm goes off. <laughs> now, keep in mind, and Bubba, I don't know if you deal with this or not, having your your young adults home, and 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 for our and, and Speedy, maybe you too, because if you have one that that comes home from college that's not there all the time, mm-hmm. one thing that drives my kids crazy is the thing that we can't help. Sherry, actually, we had to have a speech to young Broderick yesterday. We live the schedule of senior citizens because we get up when they do, we eat when they do, we go to bed when they do, and we go to entertainment when they do. Okay, We are living as, as senior citizens because of the time we all go to work. Well, right. that drives my kids crazy. They can't believe we're talking about dinner at 4.30. They can't believe it. And, and so, so, he, so as usual, this is every day, he answers back, it's so early, Dad. But okay, let me finish this one edit. So, early. so then he puts down, okay, I'm coming. And then, well, I hear an alarm. And, and I'm like, and, I, and of course, I'm like, if, if you don't get down here, you can't help us with the fire. And, and so he comes running into the kitchen, into the plume of bacon smoke. And uh, now we'll say it's wonderful. Sherry had just cleaned the house from top to bottom. I'm talking about deep clean, okay? Well, of course, now it smells like bacon. Because 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 there's first of all bacon dominates anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you but if you but if you take the bacon pan and let plume of bacon smoke <laughs> engulf your entire kitchen to the point that all the smoke alarms are going off, you got a lot of bacon. Yeah. Okay, I mean yeah. we, it was bacon smoke. Yeah. We're putting windows up. We're opening doors. Sherry is doing that thing. Of course, she's all of five foot one. <laughs> I'm going to give her that one inch she keeps trying to say she has. I'll say she's five foot one. I think she's five even. She thinks she's five foot one. But anyway, here she is at five foot one waving in front of the smoke alarm as if the smoke alarm can even remotely know that Sherry's there. You know, I said, Sherry, you might as well be waving at the Empire State Building. You know what I mean? I I said, step away. And we start trying to, to, to get it to go. And then finally we got the alarm to stop and we didn't have. No fire truck no showed fire up truck, or anything okay. like that. That's but good. but I tell you That's one, good. I tell you what it did do. What I noticed, I told Broderick, I said I know how to get you to the dinner table. But um, set the house on fire. So yeah. so my takeaway on this: number one, are the people that hate bacon, and who are these people, mm-hmm. and why? And number two, do y'all get flack if you have kids at home about how early we eat because we're senior citizens? Yes. Oh yes. 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 <laughs> Yeah, every day. Yep, every day. Yeah, and uh, Sherry actually had to, to talk about it. She goes, Brody, your dad goes to work at this particular time, mm-hmm. and the way I, the hours lay out in this house is because of what your dad does for a living. Yeah. I just don't understand why we're trying to eat at 430. Who eats at 430? I said, everybody who gets up when we do, <laughs> or, or when I do, or our senior citizens, Yeah, which they, they get up at the time we get up. And uh, he's like, nobody eats dinner at four thirty. I said, we do. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's all awesome. of us do. Yeah, you know, and then you get into that thing. Look, when you get off on your own, you can eat whatever you want. Yeah, but but I mean, 
in here, Big Papa likes to eat at four thirty, and so does so does so does the Queen. That's we. That's when we eat. And if you're gonna live here, that's when you eat. <laughs> that's when you eat, right? You know, <laughs> because you know them. They they'd soon they they that you look. They'll be eating dinner at nine thirty. Oh sure. I mean they don't care. I mean it's just. It, it, I mean you, you'll look and you'll be like, who in the world's got a bag of food in here at nine <laughs> thirty? Uh, they don't care. But they still got that young metabolism. They yeah, get away with uh-huh. it. Yeah. Stomachs are still sure. Their day's coming. Yeah, their day's coming. So anyway, does anybody hate bacon? I mean, I the know. person says, "I got to tell you, I'm anti-bacon." No, I don't. I, not here. No. You know, and normally you wouldn't want your house to smell like whatever the smoke caused. I got to tell you, bacon smoke's not bad. No, it's not. This not morning, bad. I was getting my shoes, and I said, "Smells like bacon in here. I like it." <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. All right. So we have someone on on hold. This is Chris in Alabama, and I think it's something he's got to think about. Chris is saying he's got a girlfriend that that hates bacon. And Chris, uh, is this is this concerning? I mean, this is something you got to really think about here. She hates bacon. Yeah. I see. It's something we had to get over when we first started dating. I mean, I, I, I think it stems from some sort of childhood trauma. Uh, I, I don't know. What? But are you going to be? Are you still dating? Yeah, that's a good question. Yes, yes, we're still dating. But if uh, now she'll cook it, she just won't eat it. Like she'll cook it for me, but she won't eat that it. Helps. Yeah, it does help, Chris. But I, I have a bad feeling because right now she's trying to put her best foot forward. This is like women who fake football. Yeah. And then, yeah. you, and then you marry them, and they're upset that you're watching football, and they pretended to like it when they were dating you. I, I think, I think what's going to happen here is I'm afraid you're gonna you're gonna have to deal with a lot of bacon obstacles. You know, you're gonna be like, man, I'd like yeah. to have some bacon. I just don't like bacon, honey. I'm sorry. Mm. And then also you're waiting on her to say, but I'll fix it for you. And about year five, she's not going to say that. And <laughs> and 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 so and, and you're, I mean, it's going to go away. I mean. This will to marry her will likely cost you bacon. It will certainly cost you bacon freedom. It might not. It might not entirely be gone, but you'll have bacon obstacles the rest of your life. Oh, that's something I'm going to have to address. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't want to live in a world without bacon. Now, who, Bubba? Who does? No. Uh, uh, So uh, let's go to Angie in Alabama. Angie, go ahead. Welcome. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good. Hope you're okay. We're doing well. Um, I, we have eight children, and we have hey. one daughter. Mm-hmm. She just turned 20, and she hates bacon, despises it. I mean, I, I've raised her right. She likes to hunt. She likes fish. She's, you know, southern to the bone, but she cannot stand bacon. Love sausage, but not bacon. What about the rest of your kids? They love it. They love it. I mean, it's kind of one of our go-to foods, BLTs, you know, mm-hmm. when you, you don't feel like cooking a big supper or whatever. Bacon is our go-to. I mean, who don't like bacon? That's her. She does not like it. Are I don't you know cons- what's wrong with are it. Are you concerned? Is there any other things about her that don't seem right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we call her our true blonde. I mean, she yeah. really is our true blonde. She thought she could get a tan by the fire. So, by the you know, fire? We, we, oh, <laughs> what? The fire? Yes. yes she thought yes. the fire could give her a tan. <laughs> well, it yes, will. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it'll give you something, all right. But, uh, yeah. So they she call it third degree. Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But she was actually serious when she asked me that question. 
Yeah. So it's now, just it, like there's some things just kind of wonky, but we still love her now. Don't. Oh, of course wrong. you love her. It's just whether you approve of her. Here's here's the, here's the other thing. Are you concerned with the things you're describing? She could be a Democrat. Uh, no, she's a full-blooded, one hundred thousand percent conservative. Right. But we call ourselves independent because we have our own brains, you know. Yeah, so yeah. we don't one hundred percent Republican or one hundred percent Democrat. We like to think things out ourselves yep, right. and then decide what we what we want to do. Are so. you hopeful that she'll she'll adapt a taste for bacon when she gets older? Um, I don't know. Her her bet her favorite dish is ketchup, but she don't like tomatoes. So yeah. she's kind of weird, but um, yeah. I don't think she'll ever come around. We'll, we'll see. And bless her boyfriend or husband or whatever happens in the future because that's just going to be a problem. Well, yeah, they're, they're not out there. there. Maybe there should be a dating service, uh, you know, where people don't like bacon. So you can find right. other people that don't like it. You know, there'd be like four people in there. Uh, but, but then I'm not going to like him either. So. Yeah, that's true. That's, I didn't think about that. All right. Well, thanks, that's Angie. Be a problem. Thank you Thank very you. much. Look, uh, one, 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 one out of eight, that's not a bad record. You Seven out of, right. seven out of eight, you got it right. I count that as a win. Yeah. Uh, so Bubba Arnold is calling from California again, and he says he knows where the virus came from. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and we heard from him the other day. Arnold, welcome back. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're fine, Arnold. <laughs> uh, thank you for the stuff you're doing on social media. It's been very helpful. Absolutely no problem, guys. So what I wanted to say was, I know where the virus came from, like you said. Oh, yes, you did? Okay. okay, where did it come from, Arnold? Okay, it did not come, well, I'll say maybe it came from Wuhan, but I absolutely 100% know that it came from an illegal alien. An illegal? Yes, you probably know him best as the Predator. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it's actually... It's actually been here longer than you think. It just wasn't as contagious then. I didn't catch it because, I mean, come on, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, Danny Glover and Gary Bushy did. So that explains everything wrong with Gary Bushy. So, yeah, you know, the Predator, you know, they tried to catch him again after I did, but they, they just they couldn't pull it off as, as good as I did because, I mean, like I said, come on, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and, um, I, and, I um, celebrity drop. by yeah. the way, uh, by the way, one thing, one, one, uh, one other thing, uh, I'm trying to find John Connor. And because uh, I don't want him to get this whole COVID nineteen deal. I mean, he's the future. He's one that can save the world. You know. So, uh, any information about John Connor, please contact me at one eight six six nine three two three two four four. Oh, that's funny, uh, Arnold. Could we <laughs> could good. we could we get you to do a celebrity drop? You know, this is Arnold. You know, in, in your first and last name, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. Okay, sure. Good morning, this is, I'm sorry, hold on, hold on. Good morning, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. They'll be back. Oh, very good. Okay, okay. thanks, Arnold. Good, good. To, good to hear from you. <laughs> See, there, there you go. Oh. That's, a, that's good, a good one. That's a good that Arnold. A good he's got the first and last name down, too. He does. And John Connor, he's yeah. got it. He was in the bathroom, too. Was he was, apparently, yeah. yes. Uh, that added something to it. It did. <laughs> it did. It did. Manny. Out of Connecticut. Manny, what's going on in Connecticut? Um, shut down times 10,000 million. <laughs> Manny, um, Manny is put out. Manny is put out with <laughs> Connecticut. Yes, so, so how bad is it, Manny? 
It's so bad. Uh, well, I've gained 20 pounds. Um, I, uh, it's terrible. And then our governor is just becoming a dictator. I mean, he's talked about May 20th now. It's just, it's, it's getting crazy and, and people just, it's stir crazy. I mean, I, you know, you, you look at the same four walls, you pick up your computer, move to another room so you can look at four more different walls. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I had the funny joke the other day. You know, Gary. I was talking to Gary, the bulldozer man, and you've seen this, but the fact that he did it was hilarious. He said, "Hey," he said, "I, I got, I got hurt from my cousin, and you know, he's in jail." And he, and he asked me what I was doing. I said, "The same thing you doing, sitting here looking out the window." <laughs> uh, hey guys, I was wondering. First of all, I wanted to congratulate Adler for being a dad. That's a it's a wonderful. Isn't that great? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a great privilege to be a father. So, um, amen. But I also was watching um, Marvel uh, last night, um, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, and then I followed up with the Spider Man Coming Home. And I started to think to myself, I wonder if we just do a pause like they did in the movie for one year. What if all sports pause for a year? What if everything paused for a year? Don't worry about spring football. Bring it back in the fall. Just pause everything. Get everybody healthy. And then this way we don't have to rush everything. I know it's probably a big ask. Yep. But why not? Well, the only the only thing, you Manny, I hear what you're saying. Here's the only problem. What will be left of the economy and our way of yep. life, it, it could be forever damaged that we can never recover back to where we were. I'm yeah, talking about airplanes won't sit on a runway for a year. No, they won't do it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza <laughs> and Teleport. Speedy and Stretch Armstrong along with yours truly, old number one here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport home studios all across our home state of Sweet Home, Alabama. You'll find the real Greg Burgess. You'll find Helmsy. Adler uh, with his wife at the hospital. The baby is here. Uh, Ruby Jane Adler, 7 pounds, 4 ounces, 20 inches long and uh, healthy. And uh, mom and baby and Adler are all doing fine. Uh, and uh, so thanks for all your prayers for them. And welcome back for a brand new hour from the broadcast closet. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged to be social separating with you together. That's right. Bubba, look here. It's well of me. have a lot of things that are unique about the Rick and Bubba show, but right now that uniqueness is in full swing. It is the wonderful wheel of meat. On the old wheel, you find meat, obviously. That's how I got its name. Uh, that's from harryanddavid.com. We'll ship you delicious meat right to your home. Rick and Bubba t-shirts and prizes are on the wheel. Uh, also, we have beautiful bouquets of flowers from 1-800-Flowers.com. And we've added, because of the pandemic, we have added toilet paper. You could win rump ribbon from the Will of Meat, and we will ship it directly to you. We do have issues uh, on getting everyone to autograph the rolls right now because it's only going to be Speedy and me 
that can autograph it for you now. We we have the other guys on location, and it's just not possible to do that. But if you win some toilet paper, we'll send two rolls to you, uh, courtesy of the Rick and Bubba show. So, uh, Bubba, guys, here we go. Let's start. Speedy's on the wheel. Speedy, check, check. One, two. Beep. Uh, let's go, uh, to Starkville, Mississippi. Listen to us on 96 one. You'll find That's Robert, Starkville. Robert standing by Robert. What do you say to speedy? I say, wow. What a we let it rip. There we go. Listen to that baby churn. Bubba. I love that you pulled well, up a picture of the wheel. Too. Our audio down, Bubba, you, that, that picture you have behind you looks fantastic. Nobody needs a, a, a Clint Eastwood's rug. All right, so here we go. All right, we have to sit here and look nice. All right, let's yeah. see. Hey, boy. All right, here we go. Yeah! Flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it! All right, so flowers it is uh, for you, Robert. Uh, Robert, uh, you want red roses or assorted roses? I will take red. Uh, you're red. a classic guy. Bit of a romantic. So there we go, 1-800-Flowers.com. We'll take care of that for you. Let's go to Tallahassee, Florida. Look, Speedy's uh, digging Seminole. again. Uh, standing by is Mike. Mike. Uh, All right, Mike, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip. All right, let's see Tallahassee. See what we can do for you. Look at the, all the different shots there. It looks fantastic on the Zoom. All right, let's see where it lands, Mikey. Anything you want today? Uh, Motor would be good. I bet it would. How about some rump ribbon? You got, you, you got good spot? Uh, I'm good on that right now. Yo, you did it! Yeah! Moultrie! 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 Do it! You did it, Mike. You called awesome. your shot. Wow! Awesome. Mike, the Babe roof of the Will of Meat. Uh, so, great. Uh, a couple of choices for you here. Camera package. We'll send you the Moultrie Mobile XV7001 if you want that, or the XA, whichever is your provider. Or uh, we all, or we can send you the feeder package. That's the 30-gallon Pro Magnum tripod feeder. Uh, it's totally up to you. I want the feeder. You want the feeder. Bubba, you see what's happening under the pandemic. That's two feeders oh, yeah. in a row. Yeah, we're, we're getting ready for two that uh, feeders. deer season if this keeps up. All right, so feeder package it is. We put you on hold, and uh, we'll send that out to you. Let's go to Augusta, Georgia. Uh, we were, uh, Helmsy mentioned the Masters not too, not too long ago. Uh, David, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. How are you today? Wow, what a wheel. Let's go. Speedy with a little bit of English on it. Trumpy Bear likes it. Hand of Truth gives it a big thumb up. All right. Uh-oh. 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 Speedy enthusiasm despair. Uh, so here we go. It's meat for you, my friend. We will uh, get, send you something that'll give you a fifty dollars gift card to HarryAndDavid.com, and they'll ship their delicious meat right there to the door. Uh, so let, let's put you on hold. Thanks for listening to the Rick and Bubba show, or, or watching it, or whatever you might do. Uh, so let's go to Titus, Alabama, where Christy. Is standing by. Christy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? Good. How are y'all? All right. What do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. And yes. Boy, that's a good spin right there. Listen to that baby crank. That is so loud that the Michigan governor sure, wasn't allowed on the water. You know what? I mean, that's a... We can't hear you, Rick. I think you would have liked my line. 
All right, here we go. We're just going to keep smiling until it stops. Here comes toilet paper. Here comes toilet paper. Here it comes in. Yeah! GPTP wipe it! Uh, so, Christy, toilet paper for you. Great. We're running a little low. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's running a little low out there. Can't, can't seem to get that supply to catch up with demand. Of course, we all love our hoarders for taking it away from us from the very beginning. Christy, oh, yeah. Love that. Christy, what we'll do, we'll throw in a little CD for you as well, and we'll send you a couple of rolls of Rick and Bubba toilet paper directly to your home. So we'll put you on hold. We'll get all the inf- information, and we'll ship that right to you. All right. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Speedy. All right, we will continue. <laughs> Let's go to the Bluegrass State. Jr. is standing by in Kentucky. Jr., what do you say? Wow, what a wheel! Reverse, reverse spin. Come on, Motri. All right, well, we'll see. I wish Speedy took his face somehow. <laughs> all right, so, all right, Jr. Let's see what we can get for you here today. Jr. Yeah. Oh, flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. Assorted. Mother's Day is taken care of. Mother's Day is done. Are we allowed to have Mother's Day this year? Uh, all right, so Bubba got fired up. Not if you got more than nine kids. <laughs> all right, so uh, we put you in the assorted roses category today. Uh, so we'll put you on hold. Uh, give all your information Pretty there. Disappointed uh, to our to our intern Stretch Armstrong, who's moving around there. It's Uncle Joe, he's a moving kind of slow at that junction. Look, all right, look. get the information, and then we'll we'll ship that right out to you. Our one eight hundred flowers will do that. One more, guys. One more. Uh, one more. One more. One more. Let's go to Knoxville, Tennessee. Standing by, Stacy. Stacy, what do you say? Wow, what a wheel. All right, let's just see what happens here, Stace. Uh, all winners so far today. I think I may have just mojoed you. I'm so sorry. So sorry about that. <laughs> I should have kept my mouth shut. All right, let's see what happens here. Come on. Jinxed it. Oh, look at here. Hey! Meat, 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 meat. Meat it is. Living up to its name, the wonderful will of meat has delivered meat. A $50 gift card to harryanddavid.com. We put you on hold. We'll send you all the information that you need to use that $50 gift card at harryanddavid.com. And thank you so much, Stacy, for listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. All right. Put, put you on hold. All winners today, guys. All winners. How about that? Will of meat, son. Mm-hmm. Good news in the pandemic. Yep, got some toilet yeah. paper handed out. That's good. We'll, we'll come back. Uh, we'll we'll unpack uh, some stories that are still on the table, including the bizarre politi- politicizing of medicine. It's just weird. Uh, Henry the horse was not landed on today, but there he is giving you all a shout-out there on Zoom. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. My buddy's Rick and Bubba. If you're not, you're a communist. Get her done. It is 20 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. A couple of interesting stories, um, uh, Team Rick and Bubba, involving the pandemic. 
one of them is out of our home state of Alabama. You know, we've been talking about even with um, you know Mandy that called out of Connecticut, and I certainly understand what he's saying about can we just do a reset, uh, kind of like um, you know, of course that was a superhero movie, it wasn't reality about end days where you had the villain saying that the earth needed a, a, a do-over. Of course, that sounds a lot like the modern-day green movement who think that as well. Uh, but anyway, um, so you're getting into this thing of you have two different things, and we're going to be doing on Rick and Bubba University the podcast today. We're going to talk to one of our congressmen and, and talk about this balancing act of protecting people as much as you possibly can, but at the same time keeping the economy from going away. We're at 16.7, I think, million jobs that have been lost right now. And yeah, what were the numbers today? They had some new ones. It might, it might even be more it? now. Uh, this was the, the this was a few days ago mm-hmm. when it was uh, sixteen. It is twenty two million. All right, so now we're at twenty two million. Uh, where are we at on deaths from COVID? Uh, we are at twenty eight point five thousand. Yep. So those are two numbers, and neither one of them's good. And so you have you have to figure out uh, the balance. So I'm, there's a story today, and we'll get to this whole thing about hydroxychloroquine, which has turned into this political bizarro show uh but anyway out of where we live bubba and i i know where this place is located they're covering today that says a shelby county barber shop in alabama is going to reopen its doors friday in defiance of the state's order uh saying uh that they are a non-essential business the owner says i'm left with no other choice i'd rather pay the fine because then i can survive than uh, than what's going to happen if i can't open and that is that I will no longer exist and I will no longer have the way that I make a living. I don't have a choice. Yeah, think about this. I know a lot of people in the government never do this, but uh, private business actually has to look at numbers and make decisions on income, outgo. And it sounds to me like they have looked at this and said, look, we're, we're better to, to pay $1,000 and keep working because – we're not going to have a business if we stay shut down. He says because uh, their the rent still happening, uh, liability, yep, insurance, yep. all uh, the state, all the taxes they collect from me. My gosh, I mean, I, I understand their position. I really do. I do too. And you're going to probably see more of this. He said, "Granted, the state of Alabama did not designate us as essential, but the income in which we have been deprived through governmental mandates is essential to our staff and our families." Um, you know what they're saying? You may say we're not essential, but our income is. Uh, and so he's saying uh, they, they filed for the stimulus program intended to blunt the impact of the coronavirus, but he said the owner, the benefits have taken so much time to reach the business, they're not going to survive. And, yeah. while, and well, he, a lot of them ain't there yet. And he, yeah, said, he, mean, said, a lot of he said, while this relief may eventually find its way to us, we hope we're left with no other choice than to reopen business right now. So given the circumstances, we will reopen this Friday at 10 a.m. And uh, and in in our state, it's only a $500 fine. And he says the yeah, $500 fine is is nothing compared to what's happening to us. Well, uh, it, it may be 500 a day, uh, and, it may and be. it'll pile up. And uh, especially if they cuff you and stuff you, it'll be hard. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I know we're all trying to kind of think what's their play here uh, by announcing this. Is it? advertising to get people in there to get a haircut because most yeah, of them look like me and yeah, uh, yeah, and greg yeah. i mean it, we're desperate 
Well, um, and he says, or, he's, or, or what? Why not just do it and not draw attention to it? Uh, mm. I don't know. Well, here's what I, I love. What yeah, I don't know why it became a public story. I, he should have just done it and not told anybody, I guess. But he says, There's a reason, I'm sure. Yeah, but he says, and I guess he's wanting us all to deal with this, which, which is good. He said, we'll take every practical precaution in the operation of business. We'll utilize them all. We're making this a diff, we're making this a difficult decision because doing doing so ensures that the business you know will not fail. If we if we do what we're being told by the government, we will fail. We will not survive. And uh, he says, I can't do that to my employees and those of us that need this money, which to us is essential. He says people can make their own choices about whether they want to come or not, and I take full responsibility for the decision. So uh, that he said, and, and, and if, if something happens and somebody has to be held liable, then I will. He said because there's nothing else I can do. Uh, how uh, how would they enforce that? Would that be the county uh, sheriff's department that would have to uh, act on that? Or and it's interesting they may not uh, they may not enforce that. I don't know. Well, we'll see how it goes. We know that we've had administrations, even at the federal level, that knew what uh, the mandates were in, involving immigration, and they didn't enforce those. And we've seen the same what, thing. Are you are you saying that uh, Inverness might be a uh, hair sanctuary yep, zone? Yep, Inverness is going to be a hair sanctuary. Hmm. So, I mean, we've seen it. Uh, we have states that don't follow the drug ban, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe you can do that. Yeah, I think what this person is doing, because I, you know, there's no telling what's going to happen to him from the government, local and, and state, but I think what he's trying to do is to make the people who are making these decisions see the reality of their decisions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah, right. And I no think a bold move, and I'm glad he's making it. I, I want to see yeah. how yeah. this this yeah transpires. Yeah, I think well, he's, like I think I said, he's saying I'm I'm going to be the one to go out there, and y'all can watch what happens, and then the rest of yeah. you know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I like it. Yeah. We have a line to him. He might be calling. He's going to float out there on his comb and see what happens. You're right. So then we get over to the bizarreness of the politicizing of hydroxychloroquine. For some reason, the left has have deemed it, and I said, remember, but we said. You need to be careful with this. If you want it to be Trump's drug, you may wish you had never labeled it his drug if it turns out to be a lifesaver uh, because he'll – let me tell you, he's more than willing to call it his drug if it works. Yeah. Yeah. So, he'll promote it. He'll let you know about but it. But listen to the bizarro, bizarro of the – you know, there, there's the left and then there's the weirdest of the left, and that are, that's the, the guilty left, and that are the celebrity left. Mm-hmm. The celebrity left, they're the weirdest bunch because they're hung in a dilemma that their whole livelihood and their way of living is because of the free market and capitalism and trying to minimize their tax uh, burden. But yet they, they try to be Democrats because they think that somehow makes them look better. I, I don't know. But Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife, can't even be happy that hydroxychloroquine may have rid her of the disease. You know, her husband had it. She had it. They were in Australia. They were quarantined there. Uh, he had mild symptoms. Hers were, were much tougher. Uh, and they gave her hydroxychloroquine, and she is well, and she is fine, but she's coming out and is trying to do a negative campaign against the very drug that may have got her to where she is today, and that is COVID-19 free. And she says, oh, it has terrible side effects, Bubba, terrible side effects. The president keeps acting like this is a miracle drug. Uh, but uh, but it has terrible. No, he I know. I know. Well, this is that thing where they they. Um, but here she said she couldn't walk. Her muscles felt weak. She was nauseous. She suffered from vertigo. And some people are saying, "Well, COVID nineteen was doing that to you." <laughs> I mean, that may you can't draw that <laughs> no. line. To, but how about this? Who cares 
if 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 you got on if it helped, if it got you well quicker, who cares? Right. What, what yeah, if it kept look, you from I, going I on a ventilator? Believe, what if it kept I, you from going on a ventilator? I can't believe somebody who got this right was fortunate enough to get this drug. Right. Got better and now is bitching about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I can't. I can't fathom that thing. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, what's she doing, Bubba? Yeah, Bubba I can't fathom that line. Of That's so good, <laughs> Bubba. We've got to put you on the bench for one quarter. Yep. There it is. Yeah. You've done it. Yep. There's That's your, it. There's yours for the quarter. Stay in the closet. That's right. That's so good. But, Under these stressful conditions, I think I deserve it. Bubba, don't you believe? Yeah, maybe you we said it better. Maybe we put you on on the bench now for only thirty days. Yeah. But let's go back to this. To your point, can you only the celebrity left? Would say I can't even say good things about this drug because I'm afraid it might make Trump look good. Here, the very drug that got me sits down here well. All right, we'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Hang in there. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Breaker one nine. This here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Oh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, it's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, thank you for being with us. It was the dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. It was a song of trucking defiance. Uh, and here we have an economy and government mandates and businesses struggling to stay alive. And some who are starting to say, we got to push back. Big Ben, this here's a duck. And uh, you want to back off them hogs? Good. Ten, four, about five miles or so. Ten, roger. We just did the story uh, out of uh, from AL.com. That's a, a news source in our state of Alabama. And um, we have a, a business owner who is uh, calling us. Scott Farr uh, is on hold. Scott runs... Um, you know, it's it, it is a place where men go to be groomed, including haircuts and things of that nature. You were deemed non-essential, uh, and the state government uh, said you had to shut down. Uh, the story says today, Scott, that you made the decision that even with a fine opening is your only hope of survival. Am I am I oversimplifying that, or is that kind of where you where you landed? Well, I'm not an oversimplification. It's it's actually pretty simple, so he summed it up nicely. So th- this is a tough decision. Have they given you any indication that what's going to happen when you open your doors on Friday? Well, I spoke with um, a lieutenant from the uh, city of Hoover Police Department yesterday. He was a very nice gentleman, and we had a civil conversation, and he, he asked me, you know, uh, please don't force his hand. That uh, you know, this you know got a lot of publicity. He goes high food chain. He'd rather not have to resort to their powers, which would you know start with a simple citation and progress you know all the way up to um, revoking our business license, which would you know just you know speed up the the closure. So that's kind of where we stand. That's my choices. Hey Scott Bubba here. Uh, why announce it if you're going to do it? Why didn't you just do it? Well, that's a good question and fair one. Um, you know, there's uh, 
this industry, you know, there's, there's a lot of people working, you know, on the fly, as they say, working in people's houses and things like that. You know, we, we don't have that luxury and, you know, we we're, you're not allowed to do it anyway. And, uh, we wanted to be on the up and up. So the, you know, this is not about a simple haircut either. You know, I'm not, I'm not about to sit here and pretend that, you know, this is a cause that, you know, people have the right to get their haircut. That's not what it's about. This is a, this is a civil liberties and private property rights issue for me and something that I think the rest of the country, I hope, would get behind. So what you're saying, Scott, is the real point of this is you believe that government has overstepped their boundaries and they are outside the federal constitution and in your state, your state constitution. That's correct. And it's, you know, I, I have sympathy for, for Governor Ivey and, and all, you know, people in positions of leadership. There, This is a difficult time. We're dealing with something that we haven't had to deal with in modern times. I get that. And they're, you know, they're responsible for keeping us safe. And God knows, I mean, the pressure's immense because everything's under a microscope these days. But they're, the arbitrary nature of this, I mean, you know, we've, we've chosen over the last several years, government has, to apply laws and enforce laws selectively. And there's no more better example of that than this. I mean, just look at what we got going on with um, the fact that you can walk into a liquor store. A liquor store is essential. In the state of Alabama, a bookstore is essential. Now, God bless them. They're all business people. I'm, I'm glad that they get to operate. But right. the, the bigger picture is, look, even the ones that are allowed to operate, you know, their, their uh, pipelines are getting empty as well. Yeah. So we're not, we're not just talking about next week and the potentially being closed through the month of May and, and on into the fall when this thing's supposedly going to spring up again. Business cannot do through fits and starts. You know, they cannot operate that way. It's just not practical. It's not feasible. Certainly not tenable for low margin businesses like mine or restaurants or anything like that. I want life to get back to normal as much as it can. So let's start working. Let's take some baby steps and get back to work and see what we can get accomplished. Well, you, you make it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Bubba. go ahead, Rick. Well, I was going to say, he, you make the point, and I did this. It was probably the first week that you know there, this start, stuff started. Is I was talking to men I knew that ran businesses, and they say, look, we all understand a cash flow situation, and some of us have lines of credit you know, because cash flow can vary, but there is no scenario that features no cash flow. None. Uh, Absolutely not. Yeah. So, and that's so, different. Uh, Scott, if if you don't open up, how long before you're done for good? You you shut the doors and and the mail room never comes back. Well, it's um, you know that's a good question again because I I know that answer and it's a really simple math calculation. I've got right. so much cash in. I have, uh, to Rick's point, no additional revenue coming in. I've got ongoing expenses, which are, you know, somewhat less than they were at full operation. But it's simple math. I know how many days I've got left. And, you know, right now I can assure you that I'm not going to be able to survive this if it goes into a June time frame. Could I wait a couple more weeks? Yeah, I can. But you know what? The time for us to start getting back to work is now. Yeah, and, and it goes back to what you're saying. You believe that the government is outside of its jurisdiction and it's arbitrary. Uh, you know, yeah. you, you know, if you're going to let people, if it's supposed to be so dangerous to go get a book, if it's supposed to be so dangerous, you know, to go get, uh, you know, 
liquor of all things. And I understand they did that because people are alcoholics, but I assure you that most of the business at the liquor store has nothing to do with alcoholism. Uh, and, and then grocery stores, certainly, you know, that we're, we're willing to say, uh, I, I think it's worth the risk for me to go get groceries. So we, we, I'm not, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Are you saying let the citizens of Alabama, let the citizens of the Birmingham metro area decide whether they think it's too high risk to come to get their hair cut or not, uh, let that be the free market, let that be individual choice, and let me open. Yes, 100%. And, and, and look, it's, this goes back to early on. There's a, there's a strong opinion out there, and you know, not to get political, but there are a lot of people that believe that we went, we've gone about this entirely the wrong way. I mean, you, you've got a, a segment of the population that is obviously vulnerable, and we definitely need to take care of them, and we need to isolate them. But, you know, let's, let's isolate those people selectively and let those that, are, that have less exposure get on with life. And then guess what? We could potentially develop some immunities to this thing because, as the experts have said, it's going to come back around. This isn't going to be the last one of these things that we have to deal with, unfortunately, probably. So, you know, this is new ground. It's time to start evaluating what's life going to look like on the other side of this. Scott, uh, Bubba, again, uh, d- don't disagree with the idea of what you're talking about, uh, but the on the on the on the safe side of it, are are you willing, and can you live with the fact that if somebody comes in and they're they're maybe asymptomatic, they're carrying this virus, they pass it to somebody else, they carry it home uh, to their grandparents or something, and it kills them, that you could have been you could have broke that chain or are you, are you okay with that? I wouldn't say that I would be okay with no. What I would, I would probably frame it more like this is that if somebody were to make the decision to come in to my place or to walk into, you know, Publix and, you know, pick up a box of cereal that, you know, that other people have handled, you know, or, or walk through a hardware store fumbling through screws is that they would make the important decision to not go home to a grandparent or elder parent that's vulnerable to this type of thing. Those are the people that are charged with the important decisions because, you know, we're not going to stop moving about. That's obvious. So we have to make, you know, the important distinction of who's at risk and let's try and protect them as much as possible because there is no perfect scenario in all of this. Yeah, you're right. I mean, people, when they decide to go to – a hardware store, which I, I, I guess I can see how that was made essential. But, uh, you know, if I've got somebody at high risk, I probably don't go to the hardware store. I may still have to go to the grocery store, uh, but I, prob- yeah. I probably don't go to the hardware store because, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know, if, unless something, you know, is broken that needs to be repaired that's going to put my family in danger. I'm certainly not going to go down there and put my family at risk because I think I'll start doing some home projects because I'm bored. Is that any more arbitrary than going to get my hair cut? Scott, if you look at some of us on the show, I think that uh, we're all beginning to think haircuts are essential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm beginning to look a little woolly. Yeah, yeah. Well, but really, you, you make the point. You're saying, look, we, we already have said that there's risk out there and people are taking risk. And you, you're saying people need to be held accountable for their own choices. And it seems like what we try to do now more than ever is tell the government to go out there and tell everybody to behave and make sure that none of us could ever have anything bad happen to us 
And instead of looking to ourselves and our own communities and us as individuals as the answer, we keep telling the government to come fix all of it, and we're going to live to regret that mentality. I agree. And I, listen, I'm, I've made this statement several times, but, and I believe this. It's, you know, everybody talks about individual rights, individual rights. It's, it's more important to remember individual responsibility. You know, we've got to right. make decisions now yeah. uh, in real world, you know, fast time. We've got to make calculated choices every day to protect ourselves. We get in cars and drive, and unfortunately, as tragic as it is, 40,000 individuals, some out in the United States, each year die in car crashes. But the, the risk-reward for driving and transportation is far outweighs the negative impact of it. And, you know, you can use countless examples to that degree. But, it, again, it's individual choice. Individual rights, but most importantly, individual responsibility. All right. Thank you, Scott Farr. Uh, he says that in order for him to survive and for his employees to survive, he cannot wait on the government to decide when he can go to work again. So he will go to work this Friday in defiance to what the state government has handed down. And he certainly understands the consequences, but he thinks this point needs to be made. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back, eight minutes to the top of the hour, and callers are standing by, as you can imagine. Alice is out of Mobile, Alabama. Alice, uh, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Yeah, I'm fine. I just wanted to cry here, Scott. The most common sense thing. It's a conversation I've been praying y'all would have on Rick and Bubba during this whole thing. And uh, our civil liberties, and even evidence is showing, it doesn't matter if you quarantine or not, not quarantine like Sweden, the course of the disease is the exact same thing. So thank God for Scott, and I'm praying for him, and I'm praying other business owners will do what he's doing. Yeah, it, uh, he, he actually made uh, very good points. You could tell this was not something that he had haphazardly thought about. Uh, and, uh, and, and he made, uh, he made those points, um, that were much bigger than whether a barbershop or a salon is going to open or not, or whether people can, you know, who have their license can cut hair to try to survive. He's saying that we, we can't continue doing this. And, uh, and we, we have talked about there's the sickness and then there's the economy and they, they both are, are very important. Well, take somebody, Rick, that has a family, they have mortgage to pay, they have bills, they have school stuff to pay for kids, all this stuff, and you completely take away their income. You you kill their job. That's going to make you sick, too. It's yeah. going to make a lot of other people sick. Well, and he threw an aspect in there that we've talked about, but I thought he actually used it um, in a way that was easy to follow. Yes, there's several liberties, but there's also individual responsibility. Right. And and I think a lot of times our country has gotten to the point if because certain people can't seem to have uh, responsibility that the rest of us have to live in a society that is protecting them from their own stupidity, and uh, and and I don't think we need to start that does not need to be the trend, um, you know it it's like you said about automobiles 
You know what? You know when I decide when my kid can drive to Atlanta, I decide it. Do I or do I want the government to say, "Hey, be sure my kid can't drive to Atlanta because they might have a wreck, and yeah. Atlanta might be dangerous." So, will you just make sure my kid can live in a society where he's not allowed to drive to Atlanta? Well, we can't live in that world. That's my responsibility, and it's his responsibility to talk about how we're supposed to make ourselves as safe as possible and be sure that we make others as safe as possible. Yeah, but that's you, not American. Yeah, sure. you, but you can't shut the whole world down. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Curtis in Alabama. Curtis, go ahead. What's going on, fellas? Good. How are Buddy. you doing? Hey, I was going to let you know, I read that article, and he's not going at this half A. Okay, I mean, yeah. he said, you know, four chairs, only four people in at a time. Uh, you cannot come in. You have to be texted in from your car. Um, I mean, so he's taking all the precautionary um, measures and to keep the social distancing in intact, too. So I don't want people thinking he's just going to have 12, 14 chairs open up. You know, I yeah. think he's doing the right thing. Yeah, to get something going. Yeah, what he's saying is he talked. Remember the word he used about arbitrary, and that's the problem with the government. They make these wide sweeping rulings. He's saying you can cut people's hair, and we can survive as a business by using common sense, even in a pandemic. You arbitrarily shut us down, and we can function in a way that maximizes safety as well. We shouldn't have been how shut down. You, how in the world did bookstores get on essential? <clears throat> oh, you know that, Bubba. Have you ever you ever seen that library you get charged for? You don't have any choice on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, this is one what, of those bookstores. This is some of that academia stuff that we hold and protect. You know, like it, uh, like it's it's some kind of essential deal. Like you can't. Well, I mean, did, is it libraries or bookstores or both? I mean, is it is it all in one? I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I don't think it's bookstores because I see them closed. It must be libraries. Bubba, you bring up a great point, though, that people are going to be watching what happens here. This response to this opening is going to be key because if you're going to have the attitude, well, if he can do it, I can do it. So Mm -hmm. the response here, you better watch it, see how it goes. And I think, too, you're you're also going to see, uh, you know, all these uh, commercials you see for the lawyers that really have nothing to do right now. Uh, It's going to be a a panacea for them when this is over because if you – have been forced out of business by the government, and they let other businesses stay open, there, there's going to be lawsuits galore. The word arbitrary is going to become a gigantic legal term. Um, and But you're right. The other thing is, like Greg said, in Michigan, we have people in law enforcement that believe the governor has overstepped her boundaries there, and they're saying they're not going to enforce this ridiculous stuff she's she said. And then, yeah. so you're going to start having that too, policemen and, and people in law enforcement saying, I'm not going down the barbershop and shutting down some guy. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. Well, I mean, we've had this sanctuary city concept yep. for a while, uh, not only on illegal immigrants, but on other 